0: Feeling that shot, feeling that shot, feeling that shot. shot, feeling that, hey. Shot. Hey. Feeling that hey. shot, feeling Find that, that shot. shot, yeah, feeling that shot, yeah, feeling that, that shot, sh- that shot. through the crate, motherfucker, through, the, through the, the crate, through the crate, the crate.
1: Hey. Hey. through the crate,
0: crate, uh. motherfucker, through the crate,
1: hey. 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 through the crate, through the crate, motherfucker,
0: through the crate, through the crate. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? What hey What it do do? What it do?
1: Welcome back. This is through the crate.
0: It is through the crate again. Again, again. Once again. Bringing it back 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 back. Why am I always singing in these shit? I don't know. But you know what? What? I'm trying to get into good spirits right now. Why, nigga? Game 6.
1: Oh, you're talking about Oh, you mean those those last few games. Yeah, it's, you know, it's 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 devastating, but it's not devastating. It it it, it leaves the league a great platform in which to make a lot of money and for us to have as many games as possible. I mean, it's
0: exciting. But as a Warriors fan, you want to make sure that they shut that shit down. And, like, to be honest, the way they were playing the last two games, we don't want to give them any more time to build their confidence, to, to, you know, just be out there to try and win. Like, to me, like, that builds their confidence if they're out there winning. And especially they had that win at home. You know what I'm saying? So, like, no, we don't need to give them any more chances. We need to continually – Dominate this game that we have failed to, to dominate. Trust me, I,
1: I agree with you <laughs> 100%. Every single moment that we're out there and we're giving them a chance, uh, it gives us a chance to lose mm-hmm. and gives them a chance to win. I yeah. don't want them to have any chances, no chances at all. Exactly. I wanted to shut it out in four games. It didn't happen. Okay, five. All right, all right didn't, didn't happen. happen. Six. All right, six. Didn't happen. Fuck, still didn't happen. <laughs> so we're trying now. I mean, this is it. This is all we got. Yeah. There is no more next game. There. So hopefully these guys will wake up. Hopefully these guys will show up. Yep. And they'll play the same part they've been playing all season long. Yep. And just win a fucking game.
0: Well, that's the thing is that a lot of people are saying, like, you know, this historic um season that we've had will go to shit if we don't win the championships. And, I mean, in a way it's true. But in a way it's not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've had a great fucking but it's season. not the same without championship. Yeah, it's not the same. It's, it's not.
1: It's not gonna have the same impact if they don't win the championship. Definitely,
0: definitely won't. But um, you know, game seven. I'm hoping that we pull through.
1: But do do you notice all those hip hop stars that be at a courtside at the yeah. at the games?
0: Buying Adidas apparently gave uh, Two Chains his seat.
1: That's why Adidas was there, or mm-hmm. Two Chains was there.
0: Yep. Hmm. He said, "Thank you, Adidas, for my seat." I know Mr. Fab is like pissed because everyone. I think I mentioned this last time, but all the Silicon Valley people are buying up the tickets so that you know the Prices real. Prices are going up. Yeah, the real fans can't go. Um, who else? There was like Beyonce, Jay Z, Wale. Were there. Yeah. Um, I don't mind Wale. You
1: got a problem with Jay Z and Beyonce?
0: They just hype be sometimes, you know.
1: Just I mean, you be know around just nah, to be around.
0: I'm not gonna say that because. The beehive and the Jay Z people are gonna come after me. No, it's but, fine. I but mean, no, but she was in all blue, which to me made me think that um, that made me think that she was going for the Warriors. But I don't know. Jay Z was all black per usual. As always,
1: man. I mean, you know, when you Jay Z, when you big boss, man. You know, you gotta show up to the big events, which with your queen bee on your bay, <laughs> queen bay,
0: bay. <laughs> queen bay, <laughs> bay. Yonsei.
1: You know it. <laughs> you gotta be right there on the side. You know this this man's working big deals. You know, uh, yeah. working a lot of these young artists too.
0: Oh, you know there he is. Uh, to name one,
1: I mean Vic Mensa just had Boom. some, sell, you know, come yeah, out. he
0: did. He definitely did. He had a full album come out. Uh, lot there's a lot going on. It's like he seven had, songs. Yeah, I guess what what they call that EP. Yeah, EP. Um, so he had an uh, EP come out. There's a lot going on. Great EP. One of the things that we're going to focus on today is the actual single from the ep uh 16 shots There was a video for that oh, um man, man.
1: Yeah. um i i don't know it's it's it, it, it's visually striking yep. the fact that it's 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 a performance it's not necessarily a music video it's it's almost like a monologue right he's performing yeah. um uh, and the song fits that because it's the song is this story he's telling and painting this picture about uh uh kind of his how he he came into uh where he is today from when he first kind of got his start and a lot of the little things that he's gone through a lot of things that you may not have known because they were you know personal things that were going on in his life you know i was i was on i remember i had uh actually ran into vic Menta. he came into uh a place that i worked i'm not gonna say where i worked but he ran into a, <laughs> he ran into a place where i worked right um and he was on his cell phone. He seemed like a stressed young man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? This dude got all these problems for. Him. He's all stressed out. You know, I, I, he had just got sign, signed to Rock Nation at the time. And I just happened to say, hey, man, you know, uh, heard you got signed. Congratulations. You know, I didn't want to be like the dude who's like, oh, oh, Vic. Oh, my God. I'm you on know. your nuts, bro. Yeah. But I'm I mean, on I'm your nuts. Like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> I bet not too many people know who you are. But, yo, what's up, man? You know, we,
0: they better know we, who he is. You, that's the You thing. got a fan out here. Yeah. You know?
1: Uh and he just seemed depressed. He seemed down.
0: Yeah. And
1: now hearing this song, you know, this is a, a year later. Or, oh, this is two years later. Two years, said, yeah, Two yeah. years later. Uh, being like, man, where is this music coming out? When is this music coming out? Hearing this song and seeing that video, it really let me uh, understand uh, where he was and what he was doing. He was he was going through some shit personally and, 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 and mentally and emotionally. Uh which is something that you know what, in the honesty, we can all relate to. You know, you don't have to be a hard person. Oh, oh I'm hard, you know, oh I ain't got feelings. Yeah, you do. Everybody has feelings. So I completely understand why he feels like he had to take the hiatus and all that uh
0: the hiatus, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean when it comes down to it, I'm a fan though, and if I wanna hear music, I wanna hear music. Uh but you know, I can I can somewhat empathize with the, you know, going through some stuff, you know. Mhm rich people problems are a little different than broke people problems though. You
0: always have that whole little <laughs> stigma, dude. You're always like, man, if you're rich, you ain't got to have no problems. But you know, the, it's true. Uh, yeah. Most of these motherfuckers that are rich are depressed. Yes, I I And the I most get, of, You know what, if you think about it, what makes a artist and a lot of these people that we look up to is because they are fucking they're not normal. They don't they have something there's something in their brain that's not balanced. So that's unique. Yeah, unique New York. <laughs> but that's what i'm saying is that there's something that's in their brain that's not all together and that's why they are separated from the mo- most people um but anyway 16 shots was was a, a very beautifully done video that video was great um it was it was kind of like a I hate to compare it, but D'Angelo Untitled, like where he's bears it all. I I thought the same thing when he had his pants
1: in his pockets at the beginning and he leaned back. I'm like, look at this D'Angelo wanting to be a little dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I'm saying is that like he's bearing it all. Like this was one of those songs that he really wanted you to listen up. And like, especially with the fact that you know with the target practice that he has on the video and you have these other um things that he's mentioning throughout the um the video or, or throughout the song that are coming up on the um target papers i don't know what those are called. yeah but you know what i'm saying like it, it was just really good done and you could tell i felt like it was done in one shot it like i think it be. had to have been right it, it, it had to so be. yeah it was just really nicely done and big ups to you man like that was a really dope song um Especially the way that he got that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fuck, ten, eleven, fuck, twelve. You know, like that the clever song altogether, like the 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 melody to it, the lyrics to it. Um, especially in regards to you know Laquan, like because that's the whole reason why this um video was brought up um or not video was brought up but the the whole premise for this song is regards to that and i think he actually had a homie that was close to laquan or something like that so that's why it it hit home for him and that's another thing like these things um just dialing back to what you said these things that happen in people's lives like you know they might be like one of the most talented people in the world but they are human too you know like they have fucking shit going on so
1: it's true i mean sometimes i guess it is difficult For us normal people who work <laughs> normal jobs and live normal lives uh, to empathize with celebrities and people who have notoriety for things other than necessarily their work ethic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the work that they produce, not necessarily their work ethic. Right. Um, but you know what? They're, they're still people too. Yeah. And uh, I guess it is it is nice that he's able to go back and... um. And Actually, uh, talk about some things that are relevant, you know. He being from Chicago, mm-hmm. he is from Chicago, um, uh, so that shooting definitely uh impacted him. And yeah, I don't know, you know, Chance joked about uh something in one of his songs saying, you know, if you meet somebody from my hometown, they're gonna say we're cousins, just because you know, Chicago really is this r- big little town, though, you know, you're one or two steps separated from just about any other person in the city, and the city's mm-hmm. huge. Um, so it's it is kind of sad that something tragic would happen, uh, and it would touch this person who we think is above all of this, right. all of this madness that's going on in the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still touched him somehow. So
0: yeah, that, that that's another thing. Like within the the song, he says um, they threw a little girl down on the pavement, pushed her with the bike, and said, "Stay out the way, bitch." She was bleeding on the ground through her braces and that was her he's talking about that through a personal um experience because that was actually his his homegirl he basically said that um while they were standing there because i think they they went to um a a riot or there was some type of riot or something that was happening in chicago and him and his homegirl went and there was a, a police officer by the bike and that's why um he pushed her with the bike and said, stay out the way, bitch. Like, that was a true story. He's like, I'm speaking from real shit. Like, this was something that really happened. And like this, like, how the fuck are you going to say that to my homegirl like that, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's just like, it's real shit that's happening. He's he's dialing from real things that he's experiencing out here in Chicago. And he's actually bringing it to light. And um, I, I really commend him for doing that, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, and he's, he's bringing to light a lot of things that are going on in Chicago, you know, there's a lot of tensions building in Chicago, whether it's police shootings, whether it's gang violence, um, whether it's, and it's spilling over into a lot of things. It's, it's, yeah. it's spilling into activism, mm-hmm. um, you know, working downtown, uh, the teachers have gone on strike several times, and I'm telling you, they've, they've gone on strike before, but these rallies are, are big, and the people are energetic. Uh, Donald Trump came to town. Uh, the crowds were big, and they were energetic. The city of Chicago is riled up. The city of Chicago is hot. It's summertime, the heat's on, yep. uh, the AC is broke, and people are pissed.
0: <laughs> Basically. <laughs> that is okay. a great... I mean, it's way to paint that picture. It's serious. It, yeah, it's, it's it definitely serious. Is. So, anyway, but let's let's to to not end on a lighter note, but let's to go somewhere else with it. Not just to um, focus on Vigman's political stance when it comes to his music. Okay, let's just focus on the fact that the motherfucker got bars. Yay! Yeah. right. Yeah. He has got bars. He's one of these. He, you put him. I would literally put him like him. Chance like they get put into a different. Category when it comes to this new age rap, like thank you. you know,
1: I, I'm really glad you framed it in, uh, into a t- tier of their own for the new school rap. Right. I'm glad you didn't try to put them in the tier of like the top rappers
0: of all time. Out. No, or out. No. Right. 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 Okay. No, like they have. There's a certain tier a, of them. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There's a certain category, or or um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a certain caliber of rapper that you put over into a different tier. For and,
1: sure. I mean. And you know what I don't want to sound uh like a bigot to even say like caliber.
0: Mm-hmm. You know okay. that's You know they what just I mean? make me sound like a bigot bitch. A little, <laughs> like, a what? little, a
1: little. <laughs> but I I agree with your bigotry. But but I know how other people might take offense to that. So wh- I understand what you're saying though. They're in a completely different like in a class of their own where they're right. actually caring about what they're saying, not just how what they're saying sounds. So right it's 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 a little different and i'm so glad that those type of characters still exist in the realm of hip hop definitely
0: especially the realm that we have today where it's not the norm the norm is is something completely different um but uh that five fingers of death was definitely great um uh, he went in and like ripped that shit apart
1: he, i mean he he did a really good job and there's there's not many artists in my opinion who can uh, take the five fingers of death and you know, even if you go in there with something that's pre-written and you have a plan in place and you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with the five fingers of death. You have no idea what Beat Sway is going to put on. Nope. You have no idea what vibe the, the, the morning might take. So you might have a plan for something and that motherfucker may not fit. You might have to freestyle into something different. You know, I mean, that's just... Uh, how it works sometimes
0: that's how that, that that's how Sway makes it work that's how Sway makes you work is probably what I should say yeah but, but even though like in the beginning of the interview um, Vic did say like you know you guys got some like 95 BPM th- thing but um, I think Sway gave him look like you know because you're not supposed to like when you come up there people know if you watch Sway you are not supposed to ask for a beat you don't ask for nothing you just fucking rap it doesn't matter yep that's why they have on that whole intro when Absol is like give me some hip-hop that's him because when he fucking went up there he wanted some hip-hop shit and Absol, I love you to death but nah nigga you can't do that shit on Sway can't. like you gotta know <laughs> what Sway is to the c- culture but anyway regardless of the of the 95 bpm like you know it doesn't matter um he went in and he ripped that shit he He talked about cultural shit he talked about his life he he fucking went at these niggas next like stepping on this it was dope yeah it was so dope it was it was
1: really good to hear um and i was really uh excited to have this young dude out here spitting on sway you know
0: yeah definitely so like just you know but anyway, going back to that, like uh, the tears of, of the rapper in the category, like he—it's yeah. so nice and refreshing to have him in that, um, just that 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 category of the Kendricks, the Coles, the Wale's. I'm gonna put Wale back in there. Wale's doing a lot that I like right now. All right, let's, um,
1: let's see a project that comes together, Wale, and then we'll talk.
0: <laughs> we will, and and he's got this new one that's coming out called Shine. I'm um, not sure when that's coming I, out. I
1: can't wait to hear it, Wale.
0: <laughs> Someone is a little critical of Wale. Um, but yeah, but anyway, what I was going to try and transition, what I'm trying to transition into is the fact that we got these XXL freshmen. Yes. Uh, fuck, who's on there? We have-
1: The new, the new young breed of the new school. Uh, you know, Vic Mensa was actually on the XXL.
0: Twice, I thought. I thought I saw him on there twice when I was looking up shit. Like- I was like, "How the fuck do you get on there twice? Like, I could have sworn I saw him on two different covers." But I don't know. Uh, apparently, this, this is the new wave.
1: The new wave. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna start off like this. Uh, Anderson Pack from uh, from Cali.
0: Yep. Uh, Are we gonna go through? Them? You wanna. Twenty one Savage. Yeah.
1: From Atlanta. Mhm. Uh, Kodak Black from Florida. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Philadelphia. Yep. Yep. We got Lil Dicky. Wait, Lil Dicky. Okay. Yeah. Alright, alright. All right. Uh from Pennsylvania. Uh we got Harlem, uh, uh Dave East.
0: Yeah, that motherfucker.
1: Beast. Uh we got uh Florida's Denzel Curry. Mm-hmm. We got Panda Man himself, designer. Mm-hmm. We got Mr. G Erbo from the Shy Town. Mm-hmm. And a uh, Lil Lil
0: Boat. Lil Boat. Chance, Lil Boat <laughs> Lil Yachty. We got a little yachty on there. So I'm gonna be real with y'all. I do not listen to Denzel Curry. Mm-hmm. I've known about g Herbo. Um, Kodak Black, don't know about you. I actually listened to a couple of things after seeing you on this cover, and I went back and I listened to Vibe and Lil' Bitch. I think that's the one I l- actually liked. Okay. Denzel Curry, don't know about you either, but I knew about Lil' Yachty, Lil' Dicky, Dave East, 21 Savage I had no clue about, Anderson Pack, I know about, and Lil' Uzi. I mean,
1: I yeah, let's, let's just start with Mr. Anderson .Paak. Dude is freaking talented.
0: That is the one and only person on there like insane. him
1: insane. Jesus. I mean, he was that Jimmy that he performed on where he, he was playing drums and yeah, he's singing. A, he's a like dude. Insanely ins insanely talented individual. Um who's young, young guy who's who made a big splash, if you guys don't know, on uh Doctor Dre's Compton album. Yep. He was on uh, like six joints on that motherfucker. His voice is extremely distinct and soulful. It it reminds me of no one. So mm-hmm. I that's why I know it's great. I, no one's uh no one comes to mind when I think of this guy's voice. Yeah. So it's 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 awesome. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what he does in the future. His his, his uh Malibu album. M- Malibu was was very good. It was I, so dope. We've talked about it before. It's, yeah, I brought it up to you before. It's great. Uh, yeah,
0: and then also like just I'm sorry, I can I can talk about Anderson Pack all day. Yeah. Um, but like just like knowing about his upbringing, like he's always been a drummer. Um, he, um was he's from Oxnard, uh, California, um, and then like he came up like in the music. Um, not in music, but like he was, he was always a drummer, always doing something music- yeah, musical. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's just crazy how talented he is musically uh, when it comes to the drums, when it comes to like picking out his beats. And like he was on K. uh project with glowed up. He, like his album is like completely dope. He's the one that actually brought together Dr. Dre and DJ premier on one song when it came to Compton. Like nice. you could just recognize the star power, the talent that this guy has. And the space, um, that, he, like the, the beats that he, that he picks, like the, the way that he has those pockets that he, he chooses. Um, he's just amazingly talented. And that's what actually one of the people that I've been listening to a lot of, like uh, I, I went back and I dove into everything I could find from this guy. <laughs> nice. He's also part of a group called like no worries or something like that, which yeah. is pretty good. But anyway, Anderson pack definitely deserves to be on this. If anything,
1: for sure. Uh, and then, uh, Something that I think is very interesting is you've got your kind of the the groups of rappers that are represented here. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we've got Anderson Pack, who in my opinion isn't isn't a rapper. He he's he, he's definitely a, a hip hop artist. So it makes sense that he would make the cover of a hip hop album, but I don't I think this is showing the expansion of, you know, Where what, the dead what are up. we Considering his hip hop these yeah. days, yeah,
0: and I think it also shows like where Double XL is trying to go, or like to be honest, like with everybody rapping slash singing, it's like where do you pick from? Right. Now? So this it's a, there's it's definitely a transition point
1: because uh, what's his name turned it down? Uh, uh, dude from Toronto, Tory Lane's Tory Lanez turned it down.
0: All right. So um, and
1: who then, else? And then I mean, I think it's interesting that you've got your uh, Twenty One Savage, Kodak Black. Have you listened to anything uh, your, about Twenty Twenty One Savage? Your G Erbo. I've heard like sn- snippets. It's, yeah. it's 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kodak Black is like a character. Mm-hmm. His music is all right. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of that that genre of hip hop. Mm-hmm. But he's more of a character, I think, than actually a, uh like a serious artist. But we'll see. This guy's still young too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got your like you know, melodic mumble rapper guys on here. You got your little Uzi Vert and little Yachty, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is interesting because that's also a wave of music that is, is becoming really popular on the internet. Right. Um, these guys are getting a lot of likes and a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now it's time to see if these guys can sell records and if these guys can take this newer sound that I'm not necessarily a big fan of, but a lot of people are, to see if they can take it to the next level and Definitely. and make it more mainstream. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Denzel Curry, I honestly don't know. Uh Dave East, I honestly don't know.
0: What? I can talk on Dave East. Dave East is signed by Mass Bill, which is Nas's label. Um, and Dave East is like true to the like to the dirt, like to the to the bottom of him, to the top of him, Harlem rapper. Um, he is to me, one of the most one of the most talented ones coming out of New York right now. Like he can go up there with, uh, like he's he's got that street rhyme about him, um, but he also's got those lyrics. Like you can tell that like there's a reason why he's signed to Nas. Got it. Um, And Davies, I I think he has a lot of promise. He's got um, a project out right now that's called Hate Me Now, but, but he's had plenty of mixtapes in the past um he's got Black Rose before that one and I don't re- remember the names of the other ones um I've only been able to go back to Black Rose and Hate Me Now but um Hate Me Now has a bunch of different um people on that that project that you know just shows like his caliber and like yeah. basically how he's respected in the game right now I don't know if you think sometimes I think about like how like oh you have the so-and-so on uh your project and like i don't know like sometimes i think about like if you have somebody on your project that means that you're validated by them but is it because these old heads are trying to get on the wave who knows I it's know probably like, a little bit of both I mean, <laughs> right
1: it depends i mean i'm shit if if i was actively in the music and Nas wants to do a track with me i but mm. Hell yeah! Why not?
0: I guess, but 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 to be honest, like I don't really feel like that's the case when it comes to Davies. Well, because first of all, he's one friends with KD, Kevin okay. Durant. Okay. Like, cause he used to play ball. That's one thing that got it ha- used to happen with Davies. He used to play ball, um, and then uh, something happened where he had to go to jail or some shit, and then he couldn't play ball no more. So then he just started rapping, and and he's always been, I guess, a good with English or some shit like that. So. <laughs> excuse me um, good with words good to English, know English yeah good with words good with English not,
1: not so much the Espanol but no the English I'm is sorry. good I'm
0: sorry th- I think he was like an English major I don't got remember it. but I think that's where I got that from I could be lying though um, <laughs> <laughs> but like he's got features like Rico Love um, Pusha T Styles P Jadakiss um, Mac Wilds um, you know just like people like that like I feel okay. like they wouldn't hop on that shit if it wasn't like some real shit okay and so he's got he's, he's holding New York down I think
1: all right. I mean, how about Designer?
0: Um, designer. We have yet to hear something else from him. But you know what? I'm pretty excited to hear something else from him. I think Pusha T signed him for a reason. I don't know what else he can put out that's going to be as hot as Panda. But I don't know. I mean, like, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm being op, op, uh, optimistic.
1: opto
0: Yeah. Well we'll see what happens with designer. I mean, um he seems like a humble dude. Uh I've watched a couple of interviews with yeah, him. Yeah. And he for seems sure. like he he knows what he's in it for. He knows that he's just doing this shit because I mean, I don't think he you know, I'm not even gonna go into the lyrics because first of all you can barely hear him when he's talking. But <laughs> but, you know, I'm just I think he's just a very highly energetic, like probably in this his I'd flow listen- is ridiculous. Yeah, I'd rather listen to him than like a little Uzi Vert or a little Yachty.
1: His flow is ridiculous.
0: That's just my preference, though. But yeah. Who else do we got?
1: I mean, that's about it.
0: That's it? Yeah. So yeah, so that's the new wave when it comes to the, you know, double XL and things of that nature. And you
1: but- know, it w- we'll, we'll hear more from these guys as time goes on. You know, they've just kind of been announced, but uh, moving forward, they're going to be doing uh, videos and little cipher sessions and yeah, you know, and then the actual article will be released so you know this is just the initial hey here these guys are uh but we'll hear more from them later and i'm really excited you know little dicky's on here and a lot of people were like what the hell is little dicky doing on the double xl cover mm-hmm. the man can the he man can rap. can rap i mean he may not know exactly if he wants to be a funny rapper or a real rapper. He knows. But,
0: but I he, think can rap. he knows. See, you always hating on him for that. He knows exactly what he wants to be, dude. I think then what's he, he want to be? He wants to be a rapper. He's funny with this shit, but he wants to be considered one of the greats. Okay. So, yeah, I, I could be like a funny, like comedic rapper, but I'm also fucking rhyming circles around a lot of these motherfuckers out here. That's what he's like. I don't think he's got an identity crisis like you think he does like i think he's got some like he knows what his niche is just the same way that designer knows what his niche is same way that little uzi vert knows what his niche is he's just found one that's a lot different and his skin complexion is a lot lighter you know like where it's like who the fuck are you who the fuck are you sorry (laughs) but you know what i'm saying so that's 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 all i think it is but if you listen to like i listen to um his uh tim westwood freestyle Little Dicky, and he goes off. Yeah, he goes the fuck off. He up. does. And his his rhyme patterns, like he can switch flows. You know yes. what I'm saying? So like, that's one of the things that I'm like, I don't think he's fucking around when it comes to this. Like he's trying, and he's and he's just putting his spin on it. That's it. That's what hip hop is. It's about you know innovation. That's why we can't really hate on the little Uzi Reds. That's why we can't really hate on the little Yachtys. We cannot like them, but you know. Okay. I it. mean,
1: if if. Listen here, little dicky.
0: Look here, little <laughs> dicky.
1: If you do want to be considered in the realm of the grades, then just keep rapping.
0: Rappity, rappity, rap, rap, rap. rap just keep rapping. And
1: I guess don't take yourself too seriously.
0: I don't think he does, nigga.
1: But he's, he's taking his.
0: <laughs> he just bit his lip like he doesn't no, know it's <laughs> he's like ah. it's
1: because he's just so goofy with it sometimes yeah which is fine but it's it, it's funny to be like you know goofy with it in one v- voice and the next voice talk about you want to be labeled as like one of the greats and you're naming off like the pox and biggies and these and, and these types of people right so
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm 100% cool with Lil dicky Uh, I just, I just think he needs to figure it out for his next project to be a little bit more cohesive with the project and thinking, okay, this is my vision for this thing. And I'm going to be consistent throughout from top to bottom to try to either paint a complete narrative of being this jokester, or I'm going to be a rapper that's talking about certain things, maybe with a, with a twist on it, you know, I mean, and it's really hard and I, I, I think I, I probably still do this, but whenever I see a white rapper, I think of Eminem. And I know it's not right. I 100% nope. understand, no, it's not nope.
0: right. But then... <laughs> to all my Archer friends, fans out there.
1: But then, nope. but then I think about the impact that he had uh, in the game and how he became uh, a household name. And it wasn't with necessarily... Um, his most serious raps where he's talking about changing the culture and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It was with his goofy shit. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? He, it, 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 it 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 was goofy and it was kind of out there. And so, yes, I'm always going to draw comparisons.
0: You will. And I won't. And that's what makes me a better person. But the man can rap. The man can rap his ass off. <laughs> oh good. Can, yeah. Lil Dicky can rap his ass off.
1: Yeah, he and, can. I'm, and again, just like all the other guys on this cover, I'm really excited to hear what they do in the freestyles mm-hmm. and in the cyphers moving forward. I'm really excited for the you know, projects that are coming out in the future. Uh, so far, they've had enough to get to this level, but now we're going to see what well, takes them to the next level.
0: Right. So that's one thing that I actually wanted to touch on is that What's different about the double XLs now, versus like the freshman now versus the freshman in the past, is that the freshman in the past actually had to do some groundwork. You know, like, right now, a lot of these people that are on these covers is because of, like, internet clicks and views. Like, they don't have... They have one... Like, Designer has one song out. Yep. No albums. No nothing. Like, we haven't heard... Excuse me. I mean, like he has other songs like "Zombie Walk" or whatever that other songs, like stuff that builds his buzz. But he doesn't have any actual projects out. Whereas back in like 2009 to 2010, like you had to have at least like a couple mixtapes under your belt. You know what I'm saying? So it's a different time right now. It's a different wave of, and that I, I think it's really um, fitting how they said the new wave because, like, a lot of yeah. these people, like, it's hard for me to say like they deserve or don't deserve to be on that cover because half of the motherfuckers I don't haven't heard from, yeah. and the people I have heard from, um, only about two of them I believe deserve to be on that cover. Anderson Puck.
1: But then who would?
0: exactly Who would you put on the cover exactly if not
1: those guys you know if not those 10 what guys would you put on the cover?
0: we wouldn't have a cu- fucking cover this year you know what i'm saying but that's the thing It's like, like back in 2009 we had um ace hood currency kid cudi i think uh wale like people like that who had like tons of mixtapes under their uh under their belts and then like in 2010 we had like j cole nipsey hustle Wiz khalifa tons of fucking um j rock big sean Tons of stuff under their belt. Uh, you go to 2011, Meek Mill, Big Crit, I the Prince, uh, Lil Twift, Don't know what the fuck. He, I think that's this is probably where where it changed. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, Diggy Simmons. I don't even know uh, Diggy Simmons, but whatever. Probably because he got connections. And then you know 2012, Future, Kidding, Danny Brown. Like still was okay. Iggy Azalea was on that one. That's gross. Um, <laughs> Whoa. And then you, and then you don't like Australia. I, nigga, just because I don't like one person, I don't like Australia. Obviously, I don't like her music. I I actually wrote for her when I first heard one song. I was like, damn, this girl's good. And then I heard a lot more songs, and I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, going back to um the double XL, we had Schoolboy Q, we had Joe Joy, Badass Absol. Like just giving you like like some people to like understand like how this the shit goes. Yeah, yeah. You know? So by 2014, I think two years ago, that's when the ch- when it changed. But...
1: I think it's just you getting older, too. I feel like... It is. I feel like every generation, when a change happens, we're like, oh, it's different. Oh, it's but different. But that's the
0: thing. I'm not trying to say that it's different in a bad way. I think I'm just noticing that it is different. Got it. Okay. That's why I'm saying, like, the fact that we have to say, I- I'll wait, because us, we are used to... N- uh, hearing a lot more before somebody gets an accolade of this nature so gotcha. now they can people can just get these accolades and, it, and it's you know as long as you have enough buzz you're good so it's us as old heads now that's crazy that we're about to be 30 and we're about to be old heads but <laughs> we have to adjust our thinking you know to to the way that shit's going if we want to stay in, relevant within this culture you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's 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 kind of trying to like find a balance they're like all right you good little uzi vert but let's make sure you work a little harder you know right. what i'm saying like let's make sure you working for what you what you're getting like you little yachty you all right but let's make sure you're working designer you have one song great song but let's Number make sure one. you're working you know what i'm saying so that's i think that's just one of the things that we got to do so that's my two points two points two cents not sure why i said points Maybe I'm thinking about the game that's going to happen today. Probably. Go Warriors.
1: Anywho. (laughs) Uh, You mentioned somebody that was on the old list that actually uh, has a project coming out soon.
0: Who did I mention? Schoolboy Q. Hello.
1: Schoolboy Q. Now, Schoolboy Q is a rapper from the TDE camp. Uh, If you don't know what TDE is, TDE is by now you better but, ask somebody baby yeah pretty much uh yeah <laughs> so TDE Top Dog Entertainment uh Kendrick Lamar uh Black Hippie uh J-Rock Ab Soul
0: Isaiah Rashad SZA. Isaiah
1: SZA so all these guys are out there uh and School Bar Q finally finally has a new project coming out um and he released a couple of videos, mm-hmm. um, and he released another single. Uh, that part. Uh. Uh.
0: Mean no, conversate with the fake. That part. Hot. So, uh,
1: you've obviously heard it. What What do you think of the song?
0: I think the song was dope. I think it was actually a really like awesome song. Um, the flow was dope. The beat was very eerie and just. Like, made you move? Yeah. Uh, did
1: the beat not remind you of something else?
0: Oh, it definitely did. I was going to leave that to you, bro. The song remind
1: you of something else?
0: Yeah, it did. So you pointed that out to me. And as soon as you pointed that out to me, I was like, damn, nigga. What an ear. Levitate, but, levitate, levitate, <laughs> levitate. levitate. Uh. So if you guys have yeah.
1: listened to, yeah, Kendrick Lamar's Untitled Unmastered. Same producer. Same producer. Uh, that did. helped out.
0: Same produce, producer that did um, that Levitate song that was on Untitled and Unmastered did uh, the, that part for Schoolboy Q, and you can actually kind of tell the flows are the sim, are similar for those songs. Definitely similar, yeah. Um, you could tell that you know just the bass, uh, not not even the bass, but the basic um, structure of the of the songs are very similar. Um, so you can hear that, and that's probably one reason why I like those both. Yeah, I like, like that, it. I mean, I still both, like it. Yeah, they're both very eerie. They're both very like, um, they're not too, too eerie for me though. You know what I'm saying? Like they're both very, like they still have a nice groove to them. Got it. You know, so I, I really like those. Um,
1: and then we, we got your boy, uh, Kanye I, I wasn't West. even
0: gonna go that that far yet. I was gonna actually talk about Schoolboy Q's verse. Okay, do I don't it. want him to get overshadowed by Kanye West. I'm not. Schoolboy Q's verse. I liked his. I liked the way he presented his flow too. Got style and stop a style, nigga. And he switches it up. Yeah, like the way, like whenever he gets into his bag like that, he's so like he's like unstoppable to me. That's why I
1: like Schoolboy. Like he's one of the more charismatic characters in TV. On the mic, yes. You know, like so. In 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 the whole camp, he is like the the like Snoop Dogg of the verse, the one that kind of has his yeah. own style and kind of puts his style and personality on a track.
0: And it's very like distinctive. And you know yeah. what? A lot of motherfuckers is biting off of that. I think so. I, I'll go into that later. Okay. But um, I think but I think that Schoolboy Q like does a very good um, has a very interesting way of presenting his per- personality on the mic. Yep. It's very dope. Um.
1: And, and yes, his lyrical ability has definitely improved. Woo! Yeah.
0: Definitely has. Especially going for... Because I think one thing that I like about hearing from School Boy Q is that, especially from the Am I Wrong uh, song on uh, Malibu from Anderson Pac, he's got a uh, feature on that. And that feature has like a different... Um, like, it's a different style for him. It's a different flow for him. And then on he's that a part. too. Yeah, he is. Thousand yeah. another flow. Music and music without soul. Like, that whole thing. Like, yeah. um That flow is dope. And then he switches it up and shows us that he can be versatile. And he's coming over here to this. Me no converse with the fake. That man, part, man. got style on top of style, nigga. Like, he's front, not front, excuse me. He's like, he's um, he's stunting on y'all n- niggas. Like, he's he's like, I got this. Like, y'all love Kendrick, but let me show you that I got this shit, yep. motherfucker. Like, I can do this shit. So that's one of the things I wanted, to, like, just shout out to Schoolwork Q, because he's, he's doing his thing. He's he made a name thing. for
1: himself from it, outside of the shadow of Kendrick Lamar.
0: Definitely has. Yes.
1: Which is very difficult to do. I mean, yep. uh That being your homeboy And him getting all these accolades You know It's kind of hard To just kind of be in the background And be like Hey guys I've got something to say too (laughs) But he was like What's up yo
0: I'm here nigga Yeah Pretty much And I love That's one of the things I loved about like TDE too Is that They'll always be like so if he gets asked about Kendrick, like, man, fuck Kendrick. Yeah. You know, you know shit. <laughs> like, fuck that nigga. I can rap better than him. Like shit like that.
1: And he's got a hilarious Snapchat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he does. I don't even follow him on Snapchat. Oh, my God. It's pretty good. I got to do it. But, yeah. <laughs> that's just one of the things, though. Um, I just wanted to make sure that we got that before we go into this Kanye West thing, because I,
1: I didn't have much to say about Kanye. His rapping part, I thought was dope. His it was verse. a
0: dope. I just, I like the way he um rode the beat too. I'd like to, the okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Vegas can't be choosers, bitches, St. Chipotle. Like that yeah, shit was dope. Yeah. It snapped. Um, <gasps> oh my God, that's my favorite part. Catfish. like dope, that shit, yeah. He like goes he in. Went in. And then. But then you still know. That the nigga ain't saying shit. Kanye
1: gon' be Kanye. Kanye gon' be Kanye gon' be be Kanye. Kanye! Kanye. Kanye. (laughs) So, apparently, Kanye is struck again. We talked about this twice before. Yeah, we have. But Kanye sneaks in on other people's songs and does whatever the fuck he wants. Seriously. He sneaks at the end of this Schoolboy Q song, and he just freaking... Does whatever the hell he wants. He, fuck, he freestyles. He admittedly freestyles.
0: I ain't on, on, shit. on a single and
1: says, I ain't saying shit, but you listen close, though. Like, no, no, no. I, I heard it all, and you wasn't saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. I agree with you, Kanye, for once. Ugh. And, and no one said this wasn't okay. Top Dog wasn't even like, you know what, yo, this end of this song is whack. But
0: hmm. that's the thing. Yeah, really Ali, cut
1: that shit off. No, no, it didn't happen. They let him be Kanye. And I,
0: and I think sometimes you just gotta let Kanye be Kanye.
1: I think that's what comes with making that phone call. When you're like, damn, do I really want Kanye on this shit?
0: He's gonna make it pop, though.
1: Uh, I definitely want that Kanye uh, boost, but he's gonna be Kanye. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let Kanye be Kanye. He's running for president soon anyway, so fuck it. So I I honestly think that, yeah, they're just gonna let Kanye do whatever he wants. Uh I'm still going to talk about it cause if it sounds like shit, because most of the time it does sound like shit. So, yeah, I'm going to call it out. But you know what? Let Kanye be Kanye.
0: Exactly. That's it. I mean, and then the the whole end of it. Hey, 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 uh-huh. He says, get Top Dog on
1: the phone, which is a reference to, to Untitled a Master. Yep. Uh, which then at the end of the music video actually flashes a phone number. Have you called that phone number yet? No. Oh, okay, I haven't either.
0: <laughs> Broke them, fix your pockets. Anyway, that was a great song. Yep. Shout out to you, Schoolboy Q, and Sh- Kanye. You you did did your shit. He
1: tried. I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh there's this 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 other rapper that dropped a a uh, uh, a record who's also from a similar area of the TDE people. Mm. Uh, Mr. YG. You had an opportunity to listen to that project at all?
0: Yeah, I have. I actually gave it a listen. I gave it uh, one full listen. I wanted to give it to another one, another actually two, just to get through it. But I actually really liked the, um, I liked it. Yeah? I liked it a lot. It was very West Coast. Yeah, you know. Very West Coast. That's why probably why I loved it.
1: <laughs> I gave it a few listens and probably the the most intriguing piece for me that stood out the most mm-hmm. um I wouldn't necessarily say it was the lyrics, I wouldn't necessarily say it was the voice. I would have to say it is the overall production because mm-hmm. it is so West Coast and that that like OG West Coast LA sound is so foreign in the game right now. It definitely like is. Like you don't hear that kind of music being played in the mainstream. Mainstream now is 808s, it's trap style, it's trap style beats, it's 808s. It's the the auto-tune sound you know it's it's all uh it all kind of sounds the same uh, so it was very refreshing to hear like these west coast la beats being yeah being bumping through the speakers with the with the uh you know uh gangsta soul and all that kind of shit mixed in funk? the funk and the g-funk it's that g-funk it's, it, it's it's awesome
0: so if you know uh th- uh, I think Terrace Martin was was responsible for about two or three joints on that motherfucker nice. too. He nice. he actually did twist my fingers. Nice. Uh and I think he did a couple like two two other joints on there. But like Terris Martin was a was a big part of that and I think he wanted to make sure I think that's why Y G wanted to work with him, is because he wanted to bring back that funk. Yeah. He wanted, and like yeah. that's Y G is so LA. Like yeah, that nigga he is. just extremely LA. He sound
1: I mean the way he talked and if you're not from California, being from California, YG is a California-ass nigga. Like, just the way he talks, the way he sounds, it's just so L.A. <laughs> it's
0: extremely L.A. It's so and L.A. It, it really is. And actually, one thing I want to actually commend him for is that he actually put together a really good project. It, it's consistent. It's it's It flows well. Yeah. Um, even down to his like little skits and shit, like everything. That's
1: also so LA too. You know? Yeah. But
0: that's the thing is that that's the shit that I love. Yeah. And and like, that's the shit that Biggie used to do. That's the shit that Pac used to do. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like those little skits, Dre, like those skits were everything, you know? Like it puts you like, once you're listening to it, it makes you listen to the full project from start to end. And that's what I love about it is because it's a story. It's, it's literally putting you, it's like reading a book. But listening to it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: For sure. I mean, it's uh, he is from the same place where you know, uh, same part of town where the whole you know TDE camp is from. Yeah. You know, being from Los Angeles, and he had an interesting line on the song uh, "Twist My Fingers," where he mm-hmm. says he's the you know the only, uh, only West like- Coast dude to make it out without Dre. Mm-hmm. I mean, was that was that some shots fired? Was that just him acknowledging facts you know i don't even think
0: it's shots fired to be honest because that song's been out for a little bit and so i think that when he did that i think he was just like i'm being real like i didn't have dre dre's help you know what i'm saying and like kendrick had dre's help but like that's that's no um shot at kendrick to me i I feel like it's if if you want to take i feel like it's if you want to take it out as a shot then it's a shot you know like to me, it's it doesn't seem like it's a shot at Kendrick at all. It's not a shot at a uh, schoolboy at all or anybody from T V at all to me.
1: I mean, he goes on to say, you know, you put Compton, I put Bompton on the mat.
0: Right. Maybe it's a shot at game. Because game has been a blood for the longest. Never put Bompton on the mat. I mean, to me that that's it's kind of like
1: it is it is loose.
0: You know, it's very loose. And I feel like YG the type of nigga that would actually say some shit
1: it is but i mean it's just it's just interesting to me that uh he put it in there you know yeah Uh, i mean
0: it is i mean i could be wrong you know but to me like i just don't feel like that that's that tension there
1: i mean kind of man i mean he you know dre has gone on record saying you know that he doesn't like the whole you know ratchet movement and you know these dudes in here making a whole bunch of ratchet music, mm-hmm. and YG is like, "Yo, man, I'm with that shit." Mm-hmm. So maybe he's t- he's taking a low key shot. Maybe he is then. I mean, but you know who knows? It's it's between these rappers and these rappers, these other rappers, because <laughs> we don't know. We're just, we're just spectators. We are, it's and a that's spectator a, sport.
0: That's a uh, something that we do though. But you know what? I have to give it to 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 YG. Like he is actually. Like being that that um what is it? That 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 hood nigga. Like he's he's stepping his lyrics up, he's stepping his bars up, like he's got songs like Gimme Got Shot. He's got songs yep. like bomb, Bull Bomb and Belactive.
1: Boo. Bomb. And uh, Boo Bomb and Belective. I'm boo. I'm bomb. Uh
0: In Belective. <laughs> so and that's the thing. It's like big and back being bull. Yeah. It's like a it's like a next uh step to that one. So yeah. that's I, I just gotta give him that. And then um like uh gimme got shot like the, it's a concept record you know it's a story it's a story like giving him
1: like a slick rick kind of st- telling a story but a west coast style I, yeah I you know it, what i'm saying sure. like, i
0: totally dig like and that's the thing is that you have to give it to him he's he's going from shit like that like talking about like when when he's like who shot me because he really don't know who shot him when he was at that club whatever not the club excuse me the studio he doesn't know who shot him. Um uh you talk he's talking he about like,
1: like some like internal shit yeah and that's the Him thing and mustard didn't talk for years after right, that, right
0: exactly so he's very paranoid he cleared that shit up with mustard already now but that's the thing is that he's talking about his life here like it it, it may be very like hood and like west coast and driven and like you might not understand but you got to actually listen to it in between the lines and know that like this nigga is is actually putting um he's actually putting like some shit down. Like he, he's actually talking about his life. And then he also goes to like, um, like two political, um, yeah. Uh, lengths by putting fuck Donald Trump on there. Right. Uh, blacks and browns by putting a uh, sad boy on there from, you know, cause there's a big, um, black versus Brown, like, you know, Bla- yeah. blacks versus Mexicans thing down in LA. So he's, he's really trying to do his part. You know what I'm saying? I by mean, yeah, also telling his story.
1: I mean yeah the the album does touch on a few things I mean you know it it touches on some street shit it touches on some some real life people shit you know like like you were saying with the black versus browns with the fuck Donald Trumps um he gets a little political in there too you know um which is uh always refreshing to hear uh when you have someone who's from a c- community that's usually detached you know yes if you look at hip hop as a community hip hop encompasses um you know, conscious rappers who do speak on those kind of things. Right. Um, but it also has this other side of, you know, gangster rap uh-huh. and the, the, these other topics that come up. And certain individuals inside of these sub factions, they don't merge over. Right. You know? Yeah, right. Some people in the hood, they don't listen to most deaf. They don't know about this shit. Right. So when one of their own from their own community, you know, reaches out and has a song and talks about this kind of shit, even if it only touches. Five people. That's five people who weren't touched before, who had no idea what the fuck this shit was before, and now they have a an opinion on Donald Trump. Or and now they whatever. can
0: possibly touch another five people. Exactly. It's planting the seed. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So yeah, it's definitely something that that I I I really admire about it, him doing that. Like the like on the on the surface, you can say that YG is just doing being YG and putting out this music, but you got to look at it a little bit more. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh we got a little more time left. You wanna talk about one last topic? I mean what you got? Uh we got so your boy Drake. He uh sounds like he dropped something 4 p.m. in Calabasas.
1: Can I dance? Of oh
0: my god, that's not the song, but yeah. So I guess this will be the last thing that we talk about. We tried not to talk about Drake for a while. Drake. Oh my God! What the there fuck? Is it? Drake.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, man.
0: Blam Anyway. <laughs> this thing, this Drake thing. You, you done? Or I mean, I
1: can, I mean, is he done? Anyway.
0: <laughs> um. So, basically, uh, Drake dropped this uh song, 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Um Ooh. it's literally taking shots at Diddy.
1: What's up with all these songs starting in times and places? Is Drake just doing that on purpose?
0: Yeah, he's got a whole AMPM fucking series, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. But um So what's
1: this song about, Tressie? <laughs> is it about Diddy?
0: It basically is. I mean, to be honest, it's on a Diddy it's on a Diddy like beat. Yes. And he he's taking shots, yeah. saying shit like, um, what did he say?
1: Even his flow.
0: Like his whole flow. And he goes the higher I get the less they accept me, even the the uh even had the OGs trying to press me. Ha 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 ha. Like the <laughs> don't way he touch went, me. Exact cuz I'm, I'm close to the you know, and he took that from an OG. But anyway, um so Puff is over here. First of all, I don't understand you Drake. This Puff situation appeared to be an old situation
1: and puff squashed it in the interview
0: squashed it he was he's was like was I that have, breakfast club yeah he and he I, was like
1: no i'm good we're, i have we're no done. problems i don't mess with i'm not no we're good yeah nothing
0: and a lot of people was trying to say that he was bitching out but i don't i don't really think he was bitching out i think puffs about his money and he, that's what he did he's like no problems we good they probably you know had saying? a
1: conversation who know who knows, who knows, what,
0: knows what the fuck happened like Grown men will be grown men, right. but I feel like this is some bitch shit. Like the fuck is you doing, taking shots at him like that? Like he's,
1: he's the hottest nigga out right now.
0: But like now he's like, I think he's playing around with like his position. He, he, I that's exactly he, yeah, That's right? exactly
1: what he's doing. He's on top of the game right now, mm-hmm. which not only gives him the most exp- it gives him the most exposure. And it gives him a massive platform of which to spew whatever he wants. That fucking view shit came out and it was some lukewarm ass shit. (laughs) Okay. And now he feels like he has to find other ways to cement himself in the hip hop community. Yes, the views cemented his position in the realm of pop. but Now he needs to solidify himself and legitimize himself in the realm of hip hop. So how do you do that? This Meek Mill thing worked out great for him. Taking shots at people worked out great for him, mm. so let's just keep going.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think that that's a very good observation, a very good like hypothesis. I don't know, but um, I don't know. This shit's old. It's old. It's old. It's like, what the fuck are you doing with your life, bro? He's
1: bringing back old shit. Like it's new shit. Like
0: a bitch. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like nigga, you squash some shit, you, you can't. Like that's what that's what bitches do. <laughs> like okay, we we good. But you know you shouldn't have done that, right? Like the fuck?
1: I thought we was already through this though.
0: You know, like you acting hella fucking bitch, like bitch assness. I thought we were done with that. Ooh, puppy need to come shit. out with a song. Has somebody write it for him. It's called <laughs> Bitch Assness. Uh that would be dope. Oh uh, man. But like saying. seriously the song Dark Skin versus dark skin. just ugh, saying. It's happening. Know? I what don't know. Worse? Whatever. Uh that's all I got for it basically. I don't, I just to be honest. And then Joe Budden thought he was taking shots at him. How
1: detached are you, Joe?
0: Well, no, let's 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 back up a little bit. He thinks that Joe that it had to do with some of the uh some of the shit that um he was saying in his podcast. And then as soon as after his podcast comes out, he ha- he puts this song out. So to be honest, though, I kind of don't agree with that because when you listen to that Drake interview that he had with Zane Lowe and he was talking about like, I got a lot of songs for the summer, like you'll, you'll know. So he's just dropping, I feel like he's had these in the chamber and he's just dropping them. Especially since this is a Puff Daddy shot, like it's. It per, happened a while. Ago. Predominantly, yeah, it's predominantly Puff. Happened a while ago. He was. It's,
1: he's probably in that meek meal phase of just like bodying niggas and was like, you know what? No, I got one for Diddy too,
0: <laughs> right? Like that's what I think too. I definitely um uh, think that I don't I don't see the whole Joe Button theory. I think that Joe Button is reaching, but um reaching to be honest for a career. You're a fucking loser, dude. <laughs> You're fucked up. <laughs> reaching. For... Joe Button has got balls. I'm not. I'm never gonna like deny that. I think him and Slaughterhouse got got some shit. I've always been a, yeah. a, a Joe Button fan. Yeah. So, but to be honest, as a fan, I think he's reaching, and sometimes I think he's a little overboard. So a little. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I think that's that's kind of what's happening here. But like listening to that that Sainlow interview. I don't think this has to do any- with anything with Joe Budden. I think it just has to do with the fact that Drake knew that this was a dope ass song. Um, Cause to be honest, that beat is so dope. Yeah. Courtesy of Puffy. Um, the flow is so do- dope. Um, the lyrics, you know, whatever. What's said is said. Like ain't nobody gonna know what the fuck it is unless you direct- unless you're in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it. So tired of talking about Drake. Anyway, I think, I think we're about good. Dude.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you know, th- thanks for bringing Drizzy back.
0: I mean, we got to resurrect him and through the crate. You know what I'm saying? But
1: yeah, guys. Uh,
0: if there's anything that you ever want us to cover, go ahead and let us know. Um, we are working on a website. Yes. To have just a central hub for everything that we. We'll be speaking about, talking about anything like you need anything in regards to Through the Crate. You go to one one spot and you'll see it. Um, if you have anything that you want us to cover, any songs that you want us to cover, please comment. Please subscribe. Do all that shit. If you guys got any fucking critiques for us, let us know. We always open to that motherfucking shit, though.
1: Yeah, for sure, guys. Thanks for listening. Once again, this is Through the Crate. Through the Crate. Deuces.
0: See ya.